Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for episode seven of season two of Burn the Ambition. I am Burn Beauty 2018, and I have been looking forward to feeling well enough to do this again. Um, we did a, a Q&A and a meet and greet, but y'all definitely helped me with that. So I'm so happy to see you all here tonight. I'll give you all a moment to um, log in. Hopefully some will join me on YouTube or Facebook. <clears throat> Pardon me. It has been one of those weeks. I've got to tell you, it's just not, it's just not been fun on any kind of level. But here is the best part of the week. Burned ambition, layer cake. And this week I wanted to talk about strength, acceptance, and resilience. Um, you know, it was something that I had to deal with just to become burned beauty, to get out of my house, to get out of my head. It's something that I'm constantly dealing with over and over again, and I'm starting to see the pattern repeat. Um, you know, just even being in the hospital in the month of December, um, I had to draw on that same strength and acceptance and resilience. So let's get started. Um, please remember to like, share, comment. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, follow, do all the things that will help this broadcast reach people who might need to hear it tonight who might be <clears throat> down tonight, wondering what to do. So I wanna reach as many people as possible. Also, I am speaking um, oftentimes unscripted and I will offer you a trigger warning and sensitive content just in case. I don't plan to, but sometimes there may be. And um, so I just kind of wanted to talk. I really wanted to start with the hospital stay. I don't know that I went into it very much, but um, you know, it was in December and it ended up being um, a long stay, six days. And I ended up doing it by myself this time. And that is not the way it had been in the past. And I was really, I mean, just doing, you know, I, I, I did not have my husband staying there with me and sleeping with me and I had pancreatitis. I was in a lot of pain. And the day after I was admitted was my um, anniversary. So there was a lot of things that were really on me that were really terrifying me about being there. And what I figured out after about the third day was that I needed to treat it just the same as I've treated everything else. I mean, the six days were difficult, but they also gave me a lot of time to think about strength, acceptance, and resilience. And when I say resilience, I mean emotional resilience mostly, because I was in a lot of pain and very confused by it. Um, I didn't understand pancreatitis. So I just had to be strong because my medication wasn't working. So I had to be physically strong, but I had to be mentally strong as well because it took about two days to get out of pain 
after I got there, just due to the way things were running, the way things were happening. And with that, that's where you start to deal with acceptance. And acceptance is the big one that we deal with, whether it's from learning that we have a new face or learning that we've been burned or learning that we've lost a limb. Acceptance is the key to getting through. Because when you accept something, you basically forgive it. That doesn't mean that you say, oh, it's okay with me, or um, that you're fine with it. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that you understand that what has been done to you, what has happened to you, what you're going through can't be undone. It's not something that is about to happen to you. It is something that has happened to you. And I was really upset about being there in the hospital just because of my standard PTSD. But I was more upset about the anniversary, something that had already happened to me, something I could not undo. Something that I dreaded every year, that I feared every year, you know, and I think that God made it so I was alone this time to go through it and to show me that I am strong in, in many more ways than I even know. Because I learned that, um, you know, I can take care of me. I can soothe myself. I don't need anyone to come and hug me and hold me and tell me that it's okay. I don't, I mean, it's nice, <laughs> but I don't need it. I can get through it. And every other year for four years, I'd been depending on what other people were going to do for me to help me feel better on that day. What was I going to do for me? And so that day, there I lay in the hospital and I was alone and it was me. It was, the, I mean, there were nurses, but it was me that needed to figure this out. I have family, yeah, I get it. I have all of y'all messaging, but in my mind, it was just me. How do I make me okay? Because I'm panicking, I'm shaking, I'm having palpitations, I'm in full anxiety attack until I finally just pass out go to sleep. But when I woke up the next day, I realized I made it through. And the next day didn't feel so bad. I didn't feel so scared. And I also realized that I didn't think I was ever going to be afraid of that day again, the anniversary of a tragedy. No, I don't need it. And get out of here. And I can't say, you know, that that was an easy decision to come to, you know, I mean, I was, I had complete fits and, you know, I had to be, you know, they give you a little something for that, but I felt so alone, y'all. And um, that's how I knew that depression was creeping in as well, because I have all of y'all, you're all messaging me, how are you, even if you're physically not there. There's so much love. I have my bestie who's 
there. I have my family. I have so many blessings. And I felt alone. Oh, the depression, it likes to isolate you. If you're going through it now, know that it wants to isolate you. It wants to tell you lies. You know, there's people, you're never alone. You're never alone. And I know for sure I'm never alone, but I felt that way. And so for me, acceptance was the key. You know, um, I wasn't leaving the hospital. I was going to have to stay until they said, you know, I could go. Um, the day wasn't going to change. It was still going to be my anniversary. You know, the I wasn't going to get a ton more visitors. Everybody was doing this, doing that. It was right before Christmas again. You know, that wasn't going to change. Nothing was going to change. So what do you do when nothing is going to change? You know, that goes to the prayer that you hear through so many 12-step programs that, you know, the serenity prayer that God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think that's right. Well, the courage to change the things you can, we all got that. The wisdom to know the difference is, is the real key to that. Because there was nothing I could, there was nothing I could do. And, and when I left that hospital that day, you know, in a situation like that, you know, it always becomes in your mind, what can I change? What can I do? What can I control? The answer to that and to every situation is going to be that you can control yourself. You and you only. You can control you and how you react to it. Life is only 1% what happens to us and 99% how we respond to it. Because I'm here to tell you I was terribly burned and I was nothing like I am right now, four years ago. But now when I look in the mirror, it's like I think I'm a beauty queen. I, I, something has changed in my mind. I don't know what it is. And I'm not trying to say that to be, um, I forget the word, but to be vain or anything. But I'm just happy with who I am. And that's what makes the difference in how I can live my days. And, you know, we're going to face disappointments throughout life. And I'm kind of struggling with one right now. Um, really, just kind of on a personal level, not that, not that terrible, just a disappointment. And, and somehow it seems like I haven't dealt with disappointments that much lately. I've just been kind of trudging right along as burnt beauty. And now I've been kind of stuck in something in, in a funk for a few days and and it doesn't feel good and it and it makes me think of so many of you all that message me, you know, asking how to get out of that and this acceptance. And and that resiliency, do you rise above it or do you let it pull it, pull you down? with it, 
and and we're not talking, you know, emotional resiliency is something that I think is learned because I don't know that we're born with it. You know, when you're little on the playground and somebody is mean to you or calls you a name, you cry and you run away. And it can stay that way for your whole life or you can eventually learn that those people are just mean. You know I've been struggling with that. If you guys have been watching my post, right around Christmas, it seems like every Grinch in the world came out. I mean, not just mean stuff was said, just stuff that I had to address because it was things that were geared towards other other groups of people that, that are already, you know, um, just things that shouldn't be said, you know, and certain things I don't tolerate, racism or sexism or any of these things. So, you know, when, when we hear all these things and you guys give it right at me, you know, you tell me this too shall pass and, you know, you can overcome it. I mean, look at all the other things I've overcome. I know I can, but even when you know you can do something, sometimes that doesn't make it hurt any less. And um, you just have to keep reaching for things in your layer cake. You know that layer cake. Every time something happens, you learn something new about yourself or you learn a new skill or you something happens every time. And there's something in that layer cake from every experience you've been through that can guide you in another experience. It might be small, it might be big, and you might need to combine them. But I hear a lot of people, when they talk to me, saying, you know, I've been through this, it's nothing like what you've been through. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I got burned, yeah. But people get, you know, all sorts of things that I'm just not even going to even go into, but we all know. Bad things happen to people. Mine was a burn. But whatever you're going through isn't any less than what I went through. And look inwards. Look, you know, I call it the layer cake, but look inwards to find that solace because it's in you somewhere. You're going to be able to think, if you think it through, when was a time that this happened to me? Or even if it happened to somebody else, I don't even care. When was a time that something happened and I was able to pull through? Because I see so many people that are being lost to depression right now, that are people, and it's been going on, it's not new, but just the people that are smiling and beacons of hope and being lost to depression because it is such, oh, it's such a disease, right? It's, it's you know, you, you, you lose your, your loved one to the disease. It's not that they harm themselves. So accept the situation and forgive it. And remember that, you know, when you have, accept something, you're forgiving it, just not in a way that you think. We always think, okay, forgive, okay, I forgive you, it's okay, now we're friends again. doesn't mean that. You don't have to talk to that person ever again. You don't have to do that thing ever again. 
you just have to know that it happened. And I learned this from Reverend T.D. Jakes listening to him. You just have to accept that what has already happened can't ever unhappen. And when you do that, you forgive it. Accept it and forgive it. That's right. I'm going to go in this. I see y'all messaging me today. You know, accept it and forgive it. And then set yourself free. I'm going to cry today. I've been very emotional all week. Set yourself free to move on. In your new normal, because for so many of us, you know, we're back to the burn survivors or trauma survivors, we're amputees, we're burned, you know. Things are new. There's a new normal. But we learn to deal with it. We learn to get through it. That's right. I'm going to preach today. We get through it. And not everyone will. I'm not saying that we're stronger than other people because depression is, it, it is what it is. But I hope we can all look out for each other. You know, because when I felt that loneliness in the hospital, I thought, oh, yeah. You know, I'm not alone. I've got 100,000 people just on my phone that I could message, you know. Maybe that's not a resolution right there, but it's not loneliness either. It's someone to talk to. You know, the, the trouble comes when we can't seem to move past it. And I am dealing with something like that now. I'm not going to go into all my details, but, you know, I, I want to tell you guys, you know, when you're dealing with stuff like that and you're stuck, you've got to figure out a way. And I know just from what I'm telling y'all that the answer is already in me. I already know how to get through things. I already know how to deal with, look, I made it, you know? I'm gonna take some messages. I've, I think I've talked long enough. I mean, that was the main thing I want you to know. And if you're listening, before I do take messages, if you're listening, you're at home or you're in the hospital and you're wondering how you're gonna get through, you're going to forgive it. And by that, I mean, you're going to accept that there is not a single thing you can do to change it. And you need to figure out what to do, what's next for you. Nothing's changing, boo. I love you too, you beautiful Kim Marshall. How are you? D, hey, how are you? I'm doing real good. There's my boo. She told me to be strong. That's my bestie. Oh, I showed your whole name. I should have told. <laughs> hey, beautiful Levita. I just want to stop and say hello to everyone. And I love you so much. I love all of y'all so much. You give me the strength. Yeah, accept the situation and forgive it. You have to for you. You, don't, you just don't have to like it. You don't have to talk to that person again or do that thing again but you got to let it go out of you. 
I can't stand you. Hello. <laughs> that me and that that's like a hello. Oh, another one. Hello. <laughs> and my middle name is Renee too. That's awesome. So right, take your power back from whatever it is that is trying to take it from you, be it depression, be it my anniversary that you know I was so down and out about, be it. You know, I sat in the house for two and a half years because I couldn't stand what I looked like. I thought I was a monster. Take your power back. Change it. I don't feel monstrous now. Time heals. Surgery heals. And if you're in this position right now, know that you will heal and that no matter what you're going through, that this too shall pass. I think I am done for the day. I'm a little short unless anyone has questions. But I know I feel better. I had to get that out of me. So I love you all so much. Um, look, I do want to take a moment to say, again, if you're on, um, I think everyone is on Facebook that I'm looking at. If you're on YouTube or have a YouTube, uh, subscribe would be great. I just want this podcast to somehow get into everybody's ear around the world. And, and next season, we'll be bringing people back and letting them tell their stories about how they survived. And uh, let me see, Princess. Since I needed that, oh no, the situation is different, I respect that you said that this too shall pass. Yes, ma'am, my princess. It can be different. It doesn't have to be the same circumstances. Hey, Andrea. Oh, look at you. Love you, honey. All right, so I'm going to go for the evening, but again, whatever you're going through, it is going to get better, and you can always message me. I really mean that. I, I'm slower now because there's so, I have a lot of followers, but I truly, truly mean that I will answer you. If you're on my Facebook, if you need a more urgent answer, go to my Instagram and message me there. A lot fewer people speak to me there. And with that in mind, I just want you to know that I am Burn Beauty 2018. I love y'all so much, and I'll see you next week. And no matter what, we remember that this too shall pass. Love you.